This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello, hello, it's your boy KP. <laughs> What's happening, KP? In the building. Finally. Y'all know KP be taking these flights, man. He don't be sitting still, so uh, he ain't never... He ain't never around like just hustler, around. Man. Yeah. It wasn't a flight this time. It was a uh, so I'm part of a band, and um, this artist had us do like a live version of his EP, and that shit ran over over. So we were in Little Five at this spot called American Sushi. It's uh, oh, and uh, just recording there. And That's what's there. up. So yeah. we could have shot the show from American Sushi, but nobody said anything. Actually, low key, I mean, we probably we could. It's gonna cost us. Were there chefs uh, there? No, there was no. Sh- there was okay, actually no food at all. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we don't care then. It's yeah. okay. We yeah. just want to eat. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we we fight on this show. Yeah, yeah. we eat. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. Shelton, you 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 got some sports for yeah, us, yo, don't yo, you? Yo, 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 yo. We're gonna do this quick, man. This Shelton Sports Corner. We're gonna do this really, really quick. Um, I don't go too deep because everybody's not a sports fan, but I do kind of like touch on a few things. Right now, we know the playoffs are going on. A serious topic in these playoffs mm-hmm. that's happening right now. We're going to focus on that um, Golden State series with the Rockets. Have you been watching all this stuff about the officiating? Uh, all season. But it's, it's, it's worse now. It's heavy. I think they said it was like 81 calls missed or something like that in mm-hmm. that particular se- in one game. Mm-hmm. So right now, that's a serious, serious topic. Uh, James Harden just got his both his eyes scratched up last mm-hmm. night. But – and I hate that because it mars the game. It just, it exactly. Just, it's, it's just taken away from what we – I mean, it's, it's an awesome series. I think that even though it's, Golden State is up 2-0, mm-hmm. it's still a great series. But I just I just hate the fact that we're, we're, we're talking about officials. They should be like ghosts on the court. Nobody should know anything about no officials mm-hmm. during any type of sporting event. Their jobs is just to keep it clean and – I hate that, and hopefully we can get back to basketball. But it's a good series. It is. I also agree with Greg Anthony's point about having a fourth official on the court now. I think so, too. The game is sped up, so I think we need to accommodate for the mm-hmm. size and speed of these athletes because we're missing some stuff. And I think mm-hmm. it will be a lot better um, with an extra official. So I, I think that will be the move. You know, the league don't want to spend no money, though. So we'll see how that work out. Plus, that may cause some congestion on the court. But we'll mm-hmm. see. I think I think it will work, though. I, I think it will work if you, you you know if you work zones one two three four and you you stayed in your zone instead of having to run up and down with the action you could just stay in your zone and pay attention. I think it will probably work a little better than what it does now. I agree. But I agree. um, it's a, it's a couple of good series right now. I think that the playoffs are worth watching if you're into sports at all, or even if you're not. I think you got some of the world's greatest athletes still left, you know, minus LeBron of course. But it's still these series that are left. Every everyone is worth watching. Um, you got. Just some great stuff going on. So check it out. And that's all I'm going to do for sports today. I'm not going not gonna to hold y'all too long. Oh, one other thing. Congratulations to Kyler Murray, who was drafted number one in the NFL draft a couple weeks ago. And I don't do politics, but it's funny to me that to mention that Donald Trump congratulated the number two pick mm-hmm. instead of him. And I'm going to hold my tongue. I ain't going <laughs> to say too much about that, but just let's tongue. just say that He's not African American, the number two pick. He's a white guy. So let's go on. We'll, we'll talk about so y'all. So, y'all so can fill in the blanks. It's always right in front of your face. Right in you, front of you, your you face. You don't have to think too deep. Right in front of your face. But congratulations to Kyler Murray on being the man. He was drafted number nine in um, baseball MLB. So he's he was a, the ninth pick in baseball, which is ridiculous mm-hmm. to come back to school. He was out. He already made millions. He'd already yep. got. Like five. He wouldn't went to the majors. Yeah, like he, he wouldn't he have was, to go minor league or none of that at all. He was a, he mm-hmm. was already set, 
and decided he bet everything and was like, you know what, I want to play football for a year. Played football for one year and is the number one draft pick. And I appreciate that so much. Wow. And, you know, more power to that brother, man. He, and, and he's Super small. Gifted. He's 5'11", so which is. He's gifted. Yeah, why are you giving three inches? Man, aren't yes, you like 5'7", talking about 5'11", small? It's small for football, though. It is for the position. For that position. You know, the average quarterback is. Like 6'2", 6'3". At least 6'2", 6'3". And white. Is that a wise move, though, to choose football over baseball? Yes, it is, because now he's the number mm. one pick, so he's guaranteed. He's getting yeah, that money Yeah, but at the now. same he time, I feel like right baseball lasts you longer. Let yeah. me let me and say have this. Have you not seen yeah. these contracts? Let these, me these boys getting half a billion now. Right, they for are. baseball. But let me say this right? about baseball yeah, and baseball football. He's going to get his money guaranteed with football right That's now. That's just him, like, he American He can still talking. come back even five to ten years later and play and baseball, baseball still. Okay. That's true. He, so that's but he's going to be banged up, though. Well, He'll be all right. Well, well, here's the thing. Like, like if you if you look at the comparables, like a Russell Wilson, you know what I'm saying? Of course you play football. You're, you're going to have injuries. It's part mm-hmm. of the game. But can you still be healthy enough to do other things at the moment he right. he is? You know, just it's kind of almost like Charlie Ward. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He yes. could have went baseball. Or no, basketball. basketball. He could have went basketball. He decided football. Well, he went football. He could have went football and he decided basketball because he played yeah, the Knicks. Yeah, you, you know, you're 100% right. Yeah. My bad. Heisman but, Trophy winner out of Florida State. But the best comparison is Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson was a great baseball player, too. And he was a pro baseball player, but he went back to school and became a quarterback, and now he got all the money in the world and the girls. So he, he yeah. the man. Yeah. So He living life. Living life. Living life. But this punk-ass bus driver ain't. So, so oh and, and that's literally how, how we have it on our show outline. The punk-ass oh bus driver. Punk-ass so, bus driver. So if you guys um, – and, and and I saw this so like when we when I saw it on the show outline I'm like what the hell is this like what do you mean punk ass bus driver mm-hmm. but I, but I saw a different headline so basically this is a former New York school bus driver admits to raping a 14 year old but gets no jail time now before we go into our opinions if and I know everybody here at this table knows the color of this man's skin y'all already but know. if we had to guess sounds about white. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Man, I saw this, man. And, and you know, like, now with social media and, and the fact that we have so much information so quickly, you know, I think sometimes we could be quick to, 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 to jump to an opinion or to a stance. But I think this is one of those things that you ain't even got to think deep, man. You don't. You don't. See, here's the thing. The bus driver was 26 years old, so he's not that old. Right. And the girl was 14 years old. Mm-hmm. Not saying that he, what he did was right. There are some, you know... Stupid girls that falls in love with older matter. guys, and then let, let me, let but me. at the same matter. time, he did admit that he actually raped this girl, mm-hmm. right? And the judge said, uh, "You're not going to jail because you have no issues before, you have no history, I wouldn't care. no records of anything." I wouldn't care. Let, let me ask you something, Tiff. He only paid uh, like three hundred sixty uh-huh. bucks. That's let, it. Let, let me ask you something. If that man's skin color was my skin, cause I'm I'm the lightest non-white person here, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if it was me, mm-hmm. do you think I would have got a slap on the wrist like that? I wonder who the judge was. Yeah, it don't matter. It don't matter. That, mm. See, 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 look. look let, let's take all, everything outside of the person that admitted to raping mm-hmm. is a variable. Mm-hmm. Let's take all of that out. Right. Switch out that person, which is the constant that admitted no, to no, raping. No, no. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what color your skin tone is or what color or what kind of race you have. He should have gone to jail. Right. 1, he raped a girl. Period. But, but this is but this is white privilege. That's what that's it. This Period. is this right here is white Period. privilege. Period. There's no other uh, there's no other way to explain it, right? Because you are literally in the court of law saying I did I I broke a law. Oh, don't worry about it because you don't have a criminal past. Just, you know, pay a little minor fine and then you're good. Now, that's not even taking into account that little girl and how she feels possibly about sex now how she feels about men now mm-hmm. um what 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 she would be willing to accept right. right right like her her standards are now lowered immensely simply because this person said you know what but i, w- I want to do this today here's the thing on the news article it also said that, that there was no physical violence at all mm-hmm. so there was some type of willingness on our end. Okay, so 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 now now we're questioning questioning the morality of a twenty six year old man. It, so yeah. it's like, is it just an age thing, or was a rape? Him just saying, "Oh, I wanted it more than her." Regardless, it, to me, to me, it doesn't matter. Exactly. To me, to me, as long as it's a child, 
it ha- it it has no bearing to me whether it's one or a thousand. It's a child. That's somebody's child. Right. And that child will never be the same. That person is going to be in, in some type of jail for probably the rest of her life in her mind. Right. So in saying that, he should be punished because I'm telling you, if it was my daughter, jail would be the safest place in the world for him. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying because it, it just doesn't make sense to me. It and just doc- doesn't. And Dr. Lovejoy, what kind of consequences and repercussions can happen to a rape victim? So there are a lot. Um, one of the things that I, I do in therapy is um, women's women's empowerment and um, sex therapy. And a lot of women that, that need intimacy counseling have been victims of some type of sexual abuse, sexual trauma. Um, in, in reading the article, it says that at this age already, she's now starting to deal with anxiety and depression. And so hopefully they will get her into some good therapy and she will do the work and she will be okay. But there are so many women walking around with some sort of sexual trauma in their past and it presents itself in a multitude of ways. I mean, some women become, um, very promiscuous. Then some women don't want to have sex at all. Some women, um, can't enjoy intimacy and so then they just look well not look for but then it's easier for them to just have random sex sex Mm -hmm. without emotion because that Mm -hmm. is what they experienced from this traumatic event so there are a multitude of things that will that can possibly present because of this experience and Mm -hmm. without therapy can somebody live in what we call a quote-unquote normal life a normal sex life um, without therapy or is that or is it mandatory when something like this traumatic happens? Um, well, I think obviously, you know, it's not mandatory. People have been going on, you know, years and therapy was not as prevalent as it is today. I'm so glad that people are OK now to say mm-hmm. I'm going to a therapist and that it's becoming OK um, to see a therapist. Obviously, I believe therapy can help. Um, mandatory, no, but a lot of times we walk through life numb. Um, to these experiences because we have not done the work of therapy. You know, Mm -hmm. therapy is painful. And I I need people to know that therapy is not a quick fix. It is painful because you do have to talk about and grow through what you have experienced. Um, So, you know, like I said, hopefully she will get with a a, a good therapist and then the work can be done so that she's okay. Because a lot of women, they don't, they haven't. And, And a lot of women, die with that guilt and that shame that they felt from whatever sexual um, trauma they experienced and they never had healthy sex lives. So many women mm. suffer from unhealthy sex lives because of past trauma. See, speaking of this topic, there was a um, there's a big bill trying to be passed in a federal law where woman child marriage is mm-hmm. it acceptable or not? Yep. And some states, um, including Kansas and I believe Iowa and I know a lot of Midwest areas, are and out allowing west too. right. Out west. And uh, are allowing uh, little kids to get married to a grown person, mm. and wow. it's usually the rapist victims that are getting married to the rapist, yep. and uh, because they're married on paper. The rapist can actually take advantage of the girl. And you know what's interesting? Again, it'd be right in our face. What's interesting is when those bills were being written and passed was all around the time that we were plastering R. Kelly. We were plastering Bill Cosby. So us, right, the people that would otherwise be informed about something like this and we would, you know, try to raise hell or, you know, be social media activists or just be aware of the situation, we were over here talking about, all of this other stuff about our culture and our pedophilia while they're actually making it into real law mm-hmm. that you can actually do this. Like mm-hmm. it, it's, mm. it's, it, it's crazy. It, it's, I think, I think sometimes when, when, you know, Dr. Lovejoy, you said something about walking around numb and my wife, sometimes she, she says, you know, you're not here. And sometimes, you know, I'm like, man, she, I don't know what she's talking about. But then sometimes when I actually think about everything that's happening around me and the shield that I have to put up so that way I can just do what I have to do, mm-hmm. I am numb. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it, it, that's 100% true. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of people, you know, because I don't, I don't ever identify myself that way. But again, when I, when I peel that layer back, I'm like, damn, I wonder how many more people are even more numb than I am. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. 
there's a lot. I mean, there's so many traumas in life. You know, I think, you know, I just think sometimes like, I just want to be a kid again. Like this, Mm -hmm. you know, this whole adulting thing, you know, there's so many traumatic experience and we all react differently based on our resources, our family history, you know, just different things like that. And so, yeah, it just, you know, trauma. I mean, we are, uh, I was talking to a friend the other day and she said our whole race is in trauma. Right. We, we suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder, you know, um, and we are not, we're not doing anything about it except for um, legalizing marijuana, <laughs> right. which just causes us to be even more numb, some of us, um, you know, and, and alcohol. I mean, all of those things helps you to be able to continue to move forward is self-preservation. It's- but really, you're just preserving the numbness in order to live physically, but not emotionally, spiritually and mentally. It's interesting that you say that because earlier um, you guys were talking about how you guys don't want to go to a doctor's appointment Mm -hmm. because uh, you guys are supposed to be strong, right? Right. And uh, you're saying that, that, you know, as a culture, it's, you know, it's a cultural thing that you have PTSD, that you're not really solving it, you're not talking about it, you just, you know, keep it down low Mm -hmm. and you just move on. And you just keep moving. But in certain cultures they talk about it mm-hmm. you know yes. it's more prone for them to actually say oh i need to go see a therapist mm-hmm. and i remember growing up um with my friends saying hey i gotta go see a therapist and when i went to my private school i was going through a little bit of depression for a little bit and uh, when i was talking to my friends about it a couple days later this old like some random therapist lady came by and she's like hey you know you're you know tiffany right i was like yeah and she goes, hey, why don't you just come over here? Let's talk about some stuff. Wow. I was wow. like, uh, who are you? Like, why are we talking? Because <laughs> I feel like in Korean culture, too, um, we have a lot of PTSD because historically we have been, uh, um, the country had been uh, going through a lot of invasions from different countries, you mm-hmm. know, China and Japan and all, all this stuff right. for thousands of years. And we always try to do better and better. But you know, just they just move on. Mm-hmm. Mothers are strong, mm-hmm. yep. and fathers are, you know, providers, mm-hmm. and uh, you just press on. Yeah, providers Not and women. protectors, and, and black women or women in general, we are, you know, superwoman, and right. and I hate it because that that theory, that perception of us, is killing us. Yes, it's killing us, and so you know, it's it's very unhealthy to to walk around with that superwoman thing going, to walk around mm. with that that Superman um, complex that you can do everything and you don't need to be taken care of and you can just tuck all of this stuff in, sweep it under and the be rug, o- yeah, mm-hmm. and be okay. It's, yeah. it's it's not okay, and it's not. And and I think back, you know, when I was in college, so many women. I dated a lot of women. But so many <laughs> okay, shout out to all the girls out there. Oh my gosh, broken heart. Oh my god. So many of them had stories, man. That, you know, because I would talk to them, and you know, so many of them shared different things. I'm like, dang, everybody's been through something. Mm-hmm. That's scary when you have children, especially. Like, you got to protect what you're, you you got to. Their innocence should be protected, right. and stuff like Impossible. this just shouldn't happen. It 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 just it's it's tough. And like you said, I think therapy is a necessary thing. Um, I've been, and I had a great time. I I should have went more than I did. I went, I think, about five or six sessions or something like that. Yeah, that's not enough. Not enough. And I and I, it was a great time. And let me tell you, it's funny. When I went, because um, I picked this guy, and he was like a, um, he was supposed to be this. I picked him because he looked like a father figure to me. Mm-hmm. So I saw him and I was like, this the dude for me, right? So I'm going to go in here and I'm going to pour everything out because I was about, you know, going through some things, about to lose my family. I was like, man, I want to make this thing work. So she said therapy. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to start first. I'm going to go by myself. So I went and I remember I went to see the guy and I'm thinking he's supposed to sit there and kind of be objective and kind of, oh, okay, all right. That's what it's supposed to be. In but the I movie, said, Hollywood stuff. Uh, huh? Like in the Hollywood. That's what I thought. That's what I thought therapy mm-hmm. was. So I said, I'm going to go in here. I'm going to be so transparent. I'm going to tell him everything I did. I'm just going to lay it all on the line. So when I got in there, I went and I shook his hand and met him. And, you know, this older black guy, he's like, um, so tell me. So just start talking, basically. So I just started. And he looked at me and he said, mm. Every time I say something, he just folds his arms. He's like, mm. Mm. I was like, well, maybe I didn't do that. <laughs> it was so funny because I was go, I was going in. I was just like, well, I did this. He was like, mm. Mm. so why did you stop? Um, 
judgment. Free sessions ran out. <laughs> and that brings me back to the, exactly what I said about people will invest in a, a wedding, true. but will not invest in a marriage. We yeah. will invest in cars and houses and all of that stuff. Yes. But then when the free sessions run out on the therapy, then we prematurely leave therapy and that is what we need in order for our mental emotional and and spiritual stability my thing is from the time that we are born before your parents can even check you out of the hospital they have to schedule an appointment with a pediatrician Mm -hmm. and so from birth we are taught or um we have yeah the perspective that i'm supposed to go to a doctor for my physical health but we never check on our heads and our hearts you have to check on your head and your heart Mm -hmm. so y'all go to therapy and don't leave I feel like a lot of people just don't see it. Okay, so when you're injured physically, right? When you're hurting somewhere, you feel it. You actually see it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And other people see it. Other people feel it too. So uh, it's easier for you to notice something that is physically wrong. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to mental or emotional issues, you can just hold it down. Hold it down. But mm-hmm. guess what? All of that stuff manifests in it the physical will, realm. You, you start getting headaches, migraines, yes. mm-hmm. you know, chest pains, um, you know, your your tolerance. Hypertension. Um, yeah, <laughs> hypertension, yes. And your tolerance for dealing with even the people that you love. You find yourself right. being short, you know, with them. You yes. find yourself being fatigued at work all the time. And so even though you can't, it's not physical like a broken leg, that mental and emotional stress, it will manifest into something physical. That's why right. you have to be very in tune um, with your body. And then you have to be um, cognizant and honest with yourself about where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Deep. See, you know what, Dr. Lovejoy, we, we need you on the, on the show a little bit more. Yeah. I, I, I like I you as a guest. that would be great. Yeah. I yes. definitely love you as a guest. So let's transition into our main topic and the main reason why we brought you on to the show, which is the five love languages. So ah. so me and my wife, um, we started doing premarital counseling, and we've actually maintained uh, counseling since. Um, it's definitely better. Mm-hmm. Um with counseling because now sometimes she can understand where I'm coming from and I understand where she's coming Mm -hmm. from. But one of the very first things, and we've actually been through multiple therapists as well. This is not our first person, but either way, um, one of the first therapists that we visited, her recommendation was to read this book so that way we can kind of communicate better. So that way when I buy her like an expensive thing and she looks at me like I'm crazy, it's like, it's because I love you. It's not because I'm just wasting money Mm -hmm. right so um how Mm. would you say that this five love language book actually works with couples that you have in session Mm -hmm. yeah um and you said something i want to i want to say something real quick Um, Mm -hmm. but you said you guys have had multiple um Mm -hmm. therapists and i think that's great and so i applaud you for continuing to um go because a lot of times what people will do they will go to one therapist and they don't like that therapist. And instead of saying, oh, I just didn't jive well with that therapist, they say, oh, therapy sucks or therapy doesn't mm-hmm. work. And it's like, no, you just got to keep going until you find that right pick. So I tell people all the time, you know, who would you feel comfortable talking to? Do you want a man? Do you want a woman? Do you want a black man? Do you want a, a white woman? Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's okay for you to um, be specific about who you would feel comfortable talking to because if you're uncomfortable that is going to affect the therapeutic process now that being said be careful because you don't want to discriminate against somebody that would be really good for you you don't want as a black man you can't say well I don't want an Asian woman because maybe she can't relate but that might be a very good fit for you so in saying pick carefully I also want to be careful in saying you know be be kind of open-minded as well, but don't just give up on therapy because you feel like the therapist wasn't a good fit. So congratulations to you guys on that for continuing the um, therapeutic process. But um, I love, I absolutely love Gary Chapman's um, Five Love Languages. I use it um, with couples all the time. I also use it in therapy with children. I mean, there are um, love language books for every situation. He has it for teenagers. He has it for um, school-aged children. And then, of course, he has it for couples. And all of us have a love language. Um, the five love languages are, what is it, physical touch, quality time, words of affirmation, receiving gifts, and acts of service. Mm-hmm. I believe I said That's that. my other one. Yes. 
I, I, I like uh, words of affirmation. Yes. I, I like my ego stroked a little bit. I'm sorry. Yes. Listen, I think we all do. You know, I think we all do. And, and the thing about um, the five love languages as well, you um, should take the quiz. And it's, it's all um, online. So I think it's www.5thenumber5lovelanguages.com. And you, take, you can take the quizzes and they will email you the results. Um, but you should do these quizzes often, like I say, every six months. And then, of mm. course, after a major life event, because your your love language can change. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it works wonders with communication. I think it works wonders with learning how to show love to your spouse or significant other in the way that they receive it. Because a lot of times we love people the way that we want to receive love. But that may not be how they want it to be shown to them. And so it it's amazing because if you have someone so what's what's your what's your love language so both of mine are um gifts and words of affirmation okay Mm -hmm. so those are your top two Mm -hmm. so receiving gifts makes Mm -hmm. you feel loved Mm -hmm. and words of affirmation Mm -hmm. okay and so if um you came home and your wife folded all the clothes washed all the clothes folded all the clothes and that's her love language and she's expecting you to walk in and say oh my gosh this is amazing and then you don't notice Mm-hmm. then her feelings might be hurt. Oh, yeah, that happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, her feelings might be hurt because that's not your love language. And so we have to be, one of the words that I use in, in therapy all the time is that we have to be intentional. Um, and so if your love language is receiving gifts, then I know, even though if that's not my thing, I know that when I'm really thinking about you, I need to stop at the store on the way home. And, and get you a little something. Sometimes it might be something small or something big, regardless. If your love language is receiving gifts, then that's what I need to do in order to show you love. Mm. That's, that's dope. Yeah. Like that book, um, it has come to me in a couple of different ways. So like the first time I saw that book had to be maybe eight or nine, or maybe like eight years ago, something like that. It was this girl I was, we weren't even together. Like we were just like, we were, we, yeah, 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 yeah. So, Anyways, one of her friends. You don't sound happy about the fact that she introduced you to this <laughs> I know, book. Right? Like we oh, weren't oh, even dating. Oh no, 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 okay. she, no. She didn't introduce me okay. to the book. So, so apparently she she must have thought that we were together or whatever. Uh, okay. And then her friend, <laughs> and then turned her her friend all these problems that we were having. And then her friend came to me and gave me the book. I'm looking at him like, yo, we not like <laughs> we didn't even though. say we love each other. Why you give me the love language book? So I read through it that time. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, okay. And we didn't end up working out. You need a like language book. <laughs> right. I kind of right. like you. I kind of like you. <laughs> and then um, I was in a relationship. And then we ended up having like some problems or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, okay, we're going to read this book. So I read, I, I really read it that time. I was like, okay, this is dope. I didn't feel like doing any of it. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> so it, it just kind of taught me um, like what I did want or didn't want. And I took the quiz and, and whatnot. And like my love language is... Um, the quality time. Okay. Um, I don't need my ego stroked. I don't need, uh, you know, I, I love like. You should you know, try sometimes. It's good. <laughs> uh, I don't know. So, I mean, I, I love like, you know, great conversation. I mm-hmm. love like a good, a good time that just leaves a lasting impression. I don't know why, but that just, that just sticks out more to me than all the other stuff. Was that a lot higher compared to the others? From what I remember, yeah, but I'd, I'd have to I'd have to retake my quiz, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure that was the top one. You probably should. Most men, it's it. Believe it or not, most men is um their number one is, is physical touch. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I have found. Let me say that <laughs> I have found that most men's um, top love language is physical touch. That's interesting, because mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I guess for me personally, I equate physical touch with intimacy, mm-hmm. right? Not just Oh, I love you, so let me just touch you. Oh, you don't need you right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't need you. Wait a minute. Did you just say I don't need you right you now? At this you. moment. I, I got things to handle. I got things to do. My, moment. Mine is actually, my number one is quality time. Wow. For me. I'm just talking. I'm just talking. So I have three men sitting at the table, and not one mm-hmm. of you, your top love language is physical touch. But you mm-hmm. haven't taken it in a while. Yeah, it's I'm been a while a since you've taken it. I, I need to take it. But so mine was is the last time you took it. Oh, man, it's been forever. Okay. Mine is quality time, number one. I I just you feel like that's still your number one? Yeah, I, I think so. But like I said, I need to take the quiz, so mm-hmm. I'll take the quiz and I'll let you know next week. Okay. But um, quality time would be number one, and physical touch would be number two, more than likely. Gotcha. Words of affirmation is good too, though. 
Yeah, yeah. words of affirmation are good. I don't mm. think, you know, I don't look at it so much as, as ego stroking. For me, um, that one is usually one of my top love languages. And I think, again, it's because as a woman, I wear so many hats. And so it's just good for someone to say, I see you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see you. Right. It's not that I need you to say, oh, my gosh, you're beautiful today. You're just like, paying attention. I don't need that. Just I just need you to say, I see you. I'm paying attention. Yeah. I see you, and I'm paying attention, yes, and I acknowledge what you are doing. Is there anything that I can do to see, see, like, help you? The reason why I love words of affirmation is because, like, again, like physical touch to me, it's kind of like it, it can be bothersome. You know, especially if I'm doing something. But if you tell me, like, just, hey, babe, I see you, right? It doesn't matter what I'm in. I'm going to stop, and I'm going to acknowledge that. You know what I'm saying? I don't right. know. It just it, may, it makes me feel warm on the inside. Like, damn, you know what? I need to keep doing this. Mm-hmm. But see, some people be like, you can keep your words. And what you can do <laughs> yep. is go on yep, ahead and touch me, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So, and that's why it's, again, I do think it's great. Back to your original question. Yes, I think it's amazing because there are so many different ways. And I'm sure there are more than five, but he identified these top five. The five yeah. um, and, and we're all so different we're all so different and so what Shelton might need might be different than what you need might be different than what you need and Mm -hmm. so you know you need to be able to identify that and I think that having the conversation about your love language is something that you should do early on I just personally think that um even when you're in the getting to know each other stage I think it's important for people to know what their love language is and then for you to be able to tell that to the person that you are um getting to know so that they will know and well I think you hold off a little bit because yeah, I don't want you to know. Okay, so my love language is receiving gifts, and so now you think that's all you got to do. No, yeah. that's right. not that's right. not the case. Like it's not you learn a person's love language and then that's all you do. Yeah, because it's it's really a foundation of communication. It is. I, right. I think that's what like at its core, what the five love languages are. It, it allows you to communicate on a different plane. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, it allows you to connect to that person emotionally, because mm-hmm. it just like 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 I said, like words of affirmation. It just makes me feel warm on this. I I can't explain it besides right. that. It makes me feel good, so right. I need that. You right. know what I'm yeah. saying? And I don't need it every day, every second, because then I'm like, okay, you just playing with me now. Right. But I, you know, when whenever you know you feel or you see me do something, I just need you to acknowledge it here and there. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely. Um, definitely needed. So, Tiff, I, I definitely wanted to ask you, right? Because, you know, again, our last podcast we talked about interracial dating, and then with you and your boyfriend, because you guys have been together for a minute now, right? Like five years. Yeah. Five years. Golly, we're time is flying. Um, it's not a bad five years, y'all. No, no, <laughs> no but it was great. <laughs> no, no, most High definitely, five. especially because you know you talked about how you guys met. Mm-hmm. You know, he was uh, in the Air Force right. in Korea, mm-hmm. and then just the stigma of that from you know way back in the 40s and 50s so it like you guys had to go through a lot and then you literally come from two completely different worlds Mm -hmm. like have you guys ever um talked about the five love languages in any capacity not necessarily even picking up the book but like how do you guys kind of connect on an emotional level in that way see here's the thing that i love the most about my boyfriend he is a communicator and uh, we are very good at communicating with each other and uh, we're very good at actually figuring out and uh, solving the problems by just communicating without emotionals attached, right? So we'll just sit down. Like the other day, we were just having dinner out in a nice restaurant, and I just talked, started talking about, hey, you know, the other day you said something, and it really hurt my feelings, and uh, I don't want you to say those things because it makes me feel this way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I have gone through certain things and, you know, my like I have this baggage and uh, it actually triggers it. So uh, I want you to, you know, be aware of that and then we can work from there. And because of that, we were able to just communicate on everything. And like even though we come from totally different like cultures and everything, we both have uh, one different culture other than uh, um, American culture, right? Mm-hmm. So we are both American, Korean, American, Panamanian. So we, because of that, I'm able to relate to him on what it's like to be a uh, minority uh, person that comes to United States when we were 12 years old of age because we both came to the United States at the same time. 
Shout out to my man. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> I love it. We have so it. many different like um, stories that we both share mm-hmm. that I'm able to have conversation with him about and he can relate to than uh, anybody that I've ever met. So, That's yeah. Dope. That's super that dope. Is, that right. is dope. Yes, shout I love out you. to love. <laughs> yes. I love you, honey. <laughs> so, be, so yes. before now, had you heard I love of it? So, so as far as this goes, we have. Uh, oh, I've never even noticed, like, knew about this book mm-hmm. or knew anything about it um, until. Because you need to go to therapy. I. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Right? Apparently, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, but no, no, but no, for real. But even though, because, like, obviously, you know, the way that you just articulated your relationship, you guys can work through stuff and you guys are in a good place. That just means that you guys can be even in a better place and even a better place beyond that. You know what I'm saying? Because ev- everybody. Like, no relationship is perfect. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that this isn't, like, minority report. You're not preventing anything. But the thing that I've realized with therapy, it just gives you even more tools in that bag to handle things. And the more that you go on with life with somebody, the bigger the issues are and the bigger the tools you're going to need. So you might as well have those tools now versus trying to find that tool when you need it Mm -hmm. in that moment. Right. I mean, I love the fact that there is a, you know, test out there for everybody to take for free. And then that you can actually, you know, go through some of the things that you actually need in your relationships and whatnot that you can take it multiple times. But for me, I personally don't like talking about my emotional stuff to other people. And mm-hmm. if it's my relationship stuff, I want to just solve it with my man. And because he's the one who's going to help me out figuring things out. It's not going to be the other person. If we can have a regular conversation and if therapy is like just another third person speaking to us about it, I don't really see the needs for it. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? So then, <laughs> so I, no, yeah, I, I, I was gonna let you go. I was love yeah. so, so is, it, is it some people out there that don't need therapy? I'm not saying I don't need it. I'm just like I'm not really comfortable with it. Not comfortable. Yeah, you already with had it. somebody right. just come up on you and just throw some therapy at you out of the wind. So yeah, that's what yeah. we're gonna have to do. Sneak somebody over. <laughs> a lot of people. I think a lot of people are not comfortable. Um, with therapy, you know, that's one of the first thing people will say is I don't want to sit down and tell some stranger, um, you know, all about my business and my thoughts and my, my emotions and all of that good stuff. And I mean, I get it, you know, I get it. It is, a, um, but I think at some point we all need to realize that it's just a conversation. I say that so much. It literally is just a conversation. And um, if you get the right therapist, that therapist is not judging you, that therapist has heard, you know, there's nothing that you can say. Nothing new here. There's, yeah, mm-hmm. there's nothing new. There's nothing that therapists can say. And that therapist probably has a therapist. That's one of the first thing they taught me in school was that mm-hmm. every therapist needs a therapist because True. we take on everybody else's stuff. Mm-hmm. And in order for us not to go home and, and take it all in, then we have to have someone to... Um, an outlet. To, yeah, we have to have an outlet. Right. And they teach us, you know, self-care. And so, you know, there's nothing you can say to a therapist that they haven't heard. And most of them should not... Um, I mean, obviously, a therapist should not be judging you um, based off of what you say. But I think, yeah, I think we all need a therapist. I do. I think everybody needs a therapist, even if it's just to sit down and say, hey, everything in my life is great. And I mean, I don't know so many adults that could say everything in my life is great right now. But, you know, even if everything is going well, to be able to just sit down and articulate that and have somebody to affirm what you're doing and to continue doing what you're doing, then that's great. But most of us, that's not the case. And, and, and most of us need somebody to say, Hmm, you've been sitting on this idea for 20 years. What's that about? Mm-hmm. You know, or this happened in your relationship. This is a pattern in your relationships. And you are wondering why you don't have a man. You're wondering why you don't have a woman. But as you talk to me, this is a pattern that I see. Have you ever thought about, And a lot of times people are like, oh, my gosh, I've never thought about that before. And so I think that's the job of a good therapist is really, you know, we don't give you answers. Our job is not to fix it. Our job is not to give you answers. Our job is really to put a mirror in front of you and for you to be able to self-reflect and come up with some of these answers on your own. But sometimes it takes that therapist to be able to pull some things out of you and to push you and encourage you. So you shouldn't judge as a therapist? Absolutely not. So I need to go find that guy. <laughs> hey, if you, you have that listening, sir, time. yo, I'm, I'm going to go back and talk Just to him. Just because he folded his arms and 
Jesus said. Mm. Mm. So what you want to get your money back? Want to get your money back, Shelton? No, insurance covered it, so it's good. It's all right. Good. He didn't pay for it. Remember, he stopped mm. going right. after those. <laughs> so you should have kept going so you could find out what those. I know. Were about, I know, right? man. It was good. Not, not like I said after the first couple of sessions, it was good. I, yeah. I was enjoying the. Mm, I needed that. That's the type of therapy mm-hmm. I needed. Mm-hmm. I needed, like I said, the, the fact that he was kind of like a father figure was what I needed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm gonna go back to him. Really? I'm gonna find him. Really? Yeah, I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that. Uh, so, I, I, I do not believe that. So the Black Korea audience, if you guys have not checked out this book yet, definitely go check it out. Five Love Languages. Um, who wrote the book again? Gary Chapman. Gary Chapman. Gary Chapman. And also, go find out Dr. Lovejoy's hourly rate because you need it. Because <laughs> I'm over here thinking like, damn, maybe I need another therapist. For real. You know, you're talking about investing in the therapy. Maybe I need three or four of them. You I don't know. know. You know I just think we, we, mm-hmm. do, we need to, you know, we need to invest in ourselves. And a lot of times especially when you first go it just seems like you are what i call vomiting you're just letting it all out and it's like i just paid you a hundred dollars just to sit here and talk and you didn't fix me you didn't tell me anything but you can feel so much better once you just sit there and get it all out to a person who doesn't know you personally to a person who is not going to judge you and who just allows you to sit there you know and and get it all out and then after you go for numerous sessions then the real work of therapy um can begin so you you it's it's a commitment it's not a let me go to two sessions and i'm gonna be fixed no it's it's, you know it's kind of a commitment and then sometimes you need to go more often and then sometimes it may be i need to go once a year or i need Mm -hmm. to go you know twice a year it's not something that you have to do you know every week it really depends on what is going on um you know what's going on in your life at the time that's dope i agree i agree how can they reach you um so my website is um dr just drtiffanyjhall.com um, I am also on Instagram. It's a shame I don't know it by heart. So my Instagram is a little raunchy because, you know, I oh, do, no. um, you know, I mean, well, my thing is, you know, I'm sex therapist and, you know, women's empowerment. And That's so we're going to do that on another show, too. Yeah. So on um, <laughs> so on Instagram is Dr. Lovejoy Therapist. Mm-hmm. Mm. So find me on there. I post a lot of things. I do post some things about sex. Um, I do post some things about love sometimes, but yeah, a lot of it is it's a little raunchy, y'all. That's cool. Are you uh-huh. also on Twitter or just IG? I am on Twitter, but I don't okay. know my handle. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. Well, yeah. we'll, well, we'll definitely tweet it out from our social media so that way, you know, we try to get your followers up and stuff like that. So, most definitely. Again, uh, everybody, Black Korea audience, definitely go check out the five love languages. Also, check out Dr. Lovejoy. Yes. Yeah, she, she, so I'm on Twitter at Dr. Tiffany J. Hall. Yay. There we go. Dr. Tiffany J. Hall on Twitter. Go follow her. And uh, we're going to close the show when we get back from these breaks. All right. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So welcome back. Um, This is our final segment. Typically we do finish the sentence and one got to go. But Shelton pulled an executive uh, decision on me today. Uh, even though I'm the executive producer. He is, he is. Stay he in is. your lane, Shelton. I'm staying in my lane. I'm staying. Stop, stop making these suggestions, Shelton. <laughs> no, no, but I like it. You know, we, we're a crew and, and, and things are fluid. Nothing's ever concrete. So we're going to do two one got to goes. Um, the first one that we're going to start off with is number one. Now, remember, one of these got to go, okay? We can't all right. keep all of them. Uh, number one, family time. 
Two, time with friends. Three, me time, alone time. Or four, time with Bay. Mm. Who want to go first? I can go first. This is easy. Go ahead. Time with friends. Um, that's the one that got to go mainly because family ain't going nowhere. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I need my family time. It's not as consistent like when I was young. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm older now. I got my own family. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I still need all my family. I, I need I need that collective True. energy. Um, then me time. I definitely need me time, man. I'm, I'm such a in my own brain thinker. Yes. So I... If, I need I need that. There's no way I can get rid of that. And I I definitely need time with Bay. You know what I'm saying? We're not even a year in in the yeah. marriage thing, so I I, I need time with Bay. Okay. So time with friends, they can go. You right. know what I'm saying? I, I keep a small circle anyway, so you know if I had to cut them, they can go. True. I say time with friends can go because I need my family. They're my rock, and they they are everything for me, and uh, I love my honey. Um, he has made me for a better person and I cannot live without him. Um, uh, I need my me time so I can actually be sane and, uh, you know, do the right thing. <laughs> um, collect myself and, you know, enjoy my own time, put some time on myself. But time with friends, friends will come and go. If mm-hmm. they are like my family, they will always be there. Um, so, uh, you know. Just little friends that I just ran along with or ran across, they can go. Oh, I feel like this question is too easy. What? Because, I mean, who's going to... If you're who's... single, then you're going to say one with pay. <laughs> well, yeah, but nobody here. Well, is anybody here single? Me. Yeah, Woo-hoo. I am too. Okay, so then I mean, your, your answer will be the only interesting one. I mean, I'm going to say time with friends. I mean... I love I love my friends a lot, and a lot of them are like family. But you will go insane without me time. If you have a bay, she gonna <laughs> she gonna go insane, and then you gonna end up insane too. So, I mean, in family time, I mean that's a no brainer. So I mean, just time with friends. Not always though, because like, what if you and your family don't get along? Mm-hmm. Like, I know a lot of friends and you know other family members other in other places of the world that. Hell no. That's 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 the first mm-hmm. thing they see. This oh hell yeah, I don't need no time with family. So yeah. I think everybody's situation is a little bit different, KP. I don't think we could just generalize people like that. Okay. Yeah. Well I'll say it's more common for everybody to have the same answer. Let me put it that way. I, I get you. I agree. And and even though I am, I think that, that those it's the same thing, time with friends. I think uh family, if you got if you got a significant other and uh alone time is so important. All those things to me just stand out. Friends is friends are important, but it's not on the same level as the other three. So I, I agree with y'all on that. I agree. Family is, is like everything to me, so I can't do and, and me is everything to me now, so I can't do without me. Mm. So it's up to you. Dr. Yeah. Lovejoy. No, and no, and we talked about this last night and I yeah, when I gave it to you, I was like, mm, I've been thinking about it all day and I don't have an answer. Like mm. I literally one gotta go. One ah, gotta go. This, has to go. This is the this is the rules of the game. <laughs> we have to pick the like best it. food. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Um, like all of us just lost friends just now. So <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, but see, for me, that's difficult because you know, like here I go, go on my rant. But I, you know, I'm an only child, mm-hmm. and so for me, y'all my, are different. My who said that? Me. Mm, okay like well that's another show for another time it is it is it, is, <laughs> it, is. it has to be on that one Andy has to be on um yeah you know we are different but my you know my friends are like my sisters those are mm. so it, it's it wouldn't be easy for me to say you know time with friends and then my family is it's it's my mom it's me and my mom you know, so obviously, you know, but I've always been very independent and I'm not super close um, to my mom physically. She's still in Detroit. You know, I'm here. So, of course, I don't know. I, I Pick one. One got to go. One got to go. I mean, that, that leaves Bay and me time. This so is, what's the. What's, this is too much one? pressure. I mean, OK, so I, I guess y'all going to make me call my therapist tomorrow. See what I'm saying? Questions like this. <laughs> <laughs> Questions like this. I mean, so you I, you're single. But I still got bays. 
Oh, man. Ooh, she's ass, plural. With an S on it, with a Z on the end. Like, I, I, I live in Atlanta. I got beige with a Z on the end. That wasn't even an S. I mean, if you have beige. plenty of them, then, yeah. You know, ones that don't watch this can stay. So, so, so which bay go. gotta go? <laughs> <laughs> Number one, two, three, four. So now five. I'm blushing and I can't even answer that question. And so we're gonna stick with friends. Friends gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then um, in the last one's got to go. We got another one's got to go because yeah. in, in honor of John Singleton, yes. rest in peace. In honor of John Singleton, um, we're going to do four John Singleton movies. Mm. Uh, so the first one, I got Poetic Justice, mm. Boys in the Hood, mm. Baby Boy, and hustle and flow. Now that's tough, man. That's tough. Have you guys all seen these movies? Yes. Oh my all gosh. of them, every yes. single yes. one Multiple of them. This times. is a rite of passage for an African American. Yes. It is. You it have is. to see these movies. Tiffany and needs we, to we watch gonna, all of them. We're gonna have like two movies. of them. You know, you I know said what? Two of them are rite of passage. Which Three. Ones? Wait, wait, hold Three. Hold on. I, I need to hear this by Uh-oh. KP. Boys Which in the Hood and Baby Boy. Those are rites of passages. Poetic justice yeah. as well. It's, it's, it's not a rite of passage. Poetic justice. It's a classic, but it's not a rite of passage. Yeah, I agree with KP. Yeah, I can agree with that too. as well. Yeah, it's not a rite of passage. So, yeah. in saying though. that, mm-hmm. one's got to go. What do you mean go. by rite of passage? It's kind of like you got to see it. It's yeah. like it's like if you haven't seen Chingu. Have you seen Chingu? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I mean, I'm sure. I mean, that's like a rite of passage movie, right? Like, like, oh my God! Like you expect you use, like you use, you use, you lose your career. You expect everybody in your culture have to have experienced this thing at some point in time, or else you lose your card. Yeah, like Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is a rite of passage for intellectuals. Every, episode <laughs> one, season one, does that count? No, no, it doesn't. Did you say for intellectuals? Yes, I did. Oh my gosh, if you're offended, so you should be. To the the only doctor on the table that'll watch it. Oh right. my gosh. Uh, yeah, so I've never watched it. Okay, so <laughs> Tiffany's going to watch Baby Boy and Boys in the Hood. And I'm, I'm going to watch, watch Game of Thrones. Yep. That's yep. it. So my one got to go on this one has to be Hustle and Flow. I love the movie. I appreciated the Terrence Howard. I, I like that movie. But I love Poetic Justice. I can recite lines for line on that, and Pac was in it. So anything that Pac did was amazing at that time. Boys in the Hood was my we – we watched Boys in the Hood every single day, me and my brother. So when I say we know line for line for line for line, that is my movie to this day. It's the same. I still expect – Ricky, I expect Ricky to zig and zag. Right. We're not going to like like that right there is is how you know it's a rite of passage because you can just say one word and everybody Ricky! know. And, and everybody my heart know. is beating fast right now. <laughs> right now, like Ricky zigzag. Yep. So boys in the hood, baby boy uh, Tyrese did his thing, man. Like I said, mm-hmm. I appreciated it. Um, just an awesome movie, man. Um, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s brother, what's his name? Omar. Mm-hmm. Omar. Omar did his thing in that movie too. It was a good movie. Yeah. It yeah. really was. Hustle and Flow gotta go, man. Hustle and Flow was good. It was just like a, it was it was kind of, it wasn't as good as the others. Let me just put it that way. So that's mine. Mm-hmm. You don't gotta shade the movie. Like, no, 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 no. It was a great movie. <laughs> great movie, and I still watch it. I'm gonna watch it. Matter of fact, I might watch it when I get home. But it's still after these three, so I'm gonna watch it again tonight. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Hustle and Flow gotta go for me as well. Um, I enjoyed all the movies. Uh, I enjoyed Hustle and Flow too. But if I just had to compare them, to, I don't have anything negative to say about it. Mm-hmm. Um, other than it's not really how some studio sessions go, but <laughs> <laughs> you know it's cool. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, Hustle and Flow. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the easy one. Kind of like the the other one got to go. It's it's kind of the one that jumps off because. When when I look at it, obviously Boys in the Hood ain't going nowhere. No right. place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like that that's you talking about cultural references, you talking yeah. about, you know, just just growing up. Like like mm-hmm. everything that John Singleton gave you a glimpse of was one hundred percent fact in a black household or even mm-hmm. Hispanic household at the time. Yeah. Um so the classic so that, scenes. Yeah. It, it can't go nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um Baby Boy to me is like second on that list because I know Shelton likes putting things in order. So mm-hmm. like Baby Boy is probably the 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 movie I probably most relate to just because of my situation like i've had a stepdad for more than half of my life now he's been mm. in my life longer than my than my father has mm. so you know it's, it's 
you know, I, I got daddy issues. I ain't gonna lie. It is what Ooh, it is. Therapy. Daddy yeah. Therapy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I do. You know, I, I had to go to therapy to realize it. And I needed the wife that I chose to point that out to me, you know. Mm-hmm. But either way, I, I relate to that. Um, so then it comes down to Hustle and Flow and Poetic Justice. And Poetic Justice, I just have too many memories attached to that movie. You know, mm-hmm. so I remember watching that young, ooh, Janet Badblack. Mm-hmm. Ooh. But, but, um, you know, just uh, who 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 was uh, Tupac's homie that was always brushing his hair? Uh, my, my frat brother, Joe Torrey. Joe Torrey. Joe Torrey's his real name, but I don't remember his character name. Dang, I can't remember his, his character. Yeah, name. but like, like you know, just all of that stuff, man. Just Gunny. that that movie, like they rolled like the whole West Coast in a damn mail truck. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It was, so it, it, was it was just great. it was just a lot of things. Um, Tupac found his his homie dead. You know what I'm saying when he yeah. got to his final destination. So it was just a lot of things that happened in that movie. Uh, Hustle and flow, love it. But it's just it's it's not as classic, mm-hmm. you know. What I'm saying even though it has all of the accolades, it has all of the awards. The yeah. music is Grammy not like all everything on its, its own is dope. But when you put it up against yeah, these others, it, it just it's not it's not there. So hustle mm-hmm. and flow gotta go. Mm-hmm. Okay, or before, so how do y'all feel about whoop that trick? The song, be honest. Don't don't trick. lie to me. I, I, I thought the song was cool. Okay, so 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 as as the music reviewer at the table, right? I think that if an artist came out with that song now as a single, 100% corny. But in the context of that movie and how he recorded it and how Ludacris, Ludacris's character spit on him, it was cool in the in the story. Yeah, it wasn't cool by itself. That's like uh, drip drop on uh, Empire. Bro, that song is terrible yeah. all around. For <laughs> one. I, I like that. On oh, Empire. Drip. No, 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 Song way before, before I saw the movie, gotcha. and, I, and that just it didn't ruin the movie for me. I get it though, yeah, that'd have messed me up too. Like, if I heard that song, like you said, if somebody put that song, I, w- I wouldn't have been happy, just nah, like you felt about them Janet Jackson drums. Which um, one? Uh, well, uh, what's what's his name? JD, Jermaine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah, that's yeah, them Casio yeah, drums. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I can't, I can't. Uh, all right, well, mm. Tiffany doesn't have one because she hasn't seen no, them yet. No, Any no, of them? Here's a th- none of them. So uh, the thing is, <laughs> I've heard of Baby Boy, though. I've heard of it. So I'm okay. not going to take that out because, you know, that's popular enough that even I heard it. Right. Um, uh, I like the title of Poetic Justice. I just like that. It's catchy. It's just mm. very neat. That's really dope how she coming right up now? with it. <laughs> <laughs> right. And uh, I can't really relate to Hustle and Flow or Boys in the Hood. Even the is D A, not T H A. That bothers me. And boys is a Z. Yeah, that gotta go. Boys in the hood. Oh my god. Hey, you, hey Tim. I, I'm just looking at the title. I'm not looking at the no, content. No, and, and I get that. But this mm-hmm. is as bad as Andy canceling Beyonce. This is worse. I'm just letting you know. So if they come at you, hey, look, at mention I'm, her. On everything, boys in the hood. Wait, 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 wait. Here, here, here's the thing. Movie line. Here, here's the thing. Hit her up. No, 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 She's no, no, on no, no, social no, no. media. Shut up. You can hit up Black Korea too. Here's the thing. I will watch this by next episode, right? Awesome. And okay. I will actually pick the one that gotta go. For okay, real. so you I like that. Awesome. So, so, so I, I, I like I'm, that. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna hold you to that. We're gonna start the next. Ep- Forget Game of Thrones and all that other <laughs> stuff we talking. That's where we're gonna start. I like that. That's fine. Bet. That's fine. Yes. I like that. I, 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 I want to hear that. I put my time into it. That's what's up. I like that. Dedication. Know, you know, hard work plus patience. I want to hear. These. I want to hear that. Um, so just to add off of that, um, I, I saw this when I was looking up John Singleton. But listen, so in 2002, the United States Library of Congress deemed the film culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant and selected it for preservation in the National Film Registry. Oh, That's really? one movie? For Boys in the Hood. Mm-hmm. Boys with a Z. Yep. In duh. Duh. And, 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 and,
Yes, that's, aren't you excited? Mm-hmm. That's yes. what you're about to watch. A film that is in the National Film Registry has been preserved. Yes. Okay. Ain't going nowhere. Um, ain't going nowhere. Nope. What about the no baby place. boy? Because I actually heard of the name before. Yeah. Well, I love that movie. Jody. Yes. Yes. You got <laughs> Jody. Yes. Have you at least um, seen Friday? She has. See, here's the thing. Uh, you opened up a catalog. <laughs> no. Hey, hey, hey. Off, off, off I watched the... it. That I have watched. Okay. And she didn't like it. Hey, yeah, I wasn't hey, gonna hey, go look, there. See, I, I, I was trying. I was trying. Look, man, I was just trying to get through. She didn't podcast. like it. You can have the conversation. See, Dr. Over here is supposed to be, you know, doing the therapy. She but didn't she's like it. Stressed on me. There's no limits of confidentiality in the session. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a therapeutic session. But yeah, I just told on you. Yeah, yeah. she didn't like the it. Best here's, comedy here's of all time. I watched Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, my no. favorite movie. The, um, it's one of my. Did favorites. you hate it? I hated it. Please, please be right here with okay, me. Okay, okay. I didn't like so, Friday. Uncle Rico. I like I, so I didn't hate it, but I didn't, I didn't like it. Uncle Rico. I hated it. I, Wait, I can't, which one? I can't I hated it. Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. It was yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Y'all, there was like one or two. Yes. That's Borat a classic. That's stupid. Yeah. yeah, I didn't like that one. Napoleon uh, Dynamite is one of the greatest Harold, white films. Harold and Kumar. That was stupid. I, I never heard of that. I was I a like kid, so I enjoyed Harold and Kumar. But if I watch that shit now, I'd be like, "What the?" Yeah. Yeah, I've I, never I, heard I, of I, that. I'm not. I guess it's because of my like history, like where I come from. Right. Like I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's funny. Are you talking about like, Napoleon? All of them. Every single oh, one. Oh yeah. yeah. Wait, wait. But Friday <laughs> though. Friday is across the board hilarious. No, it's not. From beginning yeah. to end. KP, just no, it's it. not. Doctor Lovejoy, which one? We, which one gotta go? Which John Singleton movie no, gotta not. go? We gotta finish out this episode. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna say, um, Hustle and Flow. But here's the, okay. but I'm kind of struggling with that one in Poetic Justice. I'm gonna go back and watch Poetic Justice, but I don't think that moved me very much. Mm, okay. I know, right? I'm gonna go back and watch it. Text me your I'm answer. Sorry, Tupac. Oh, yeah, one, I'm go back one and that watch actually it. gotta go. All right. Yeah. So, so a little recap. So Tiff is gonna watch all of these super hood black movies. That's right. We were gonna have we we're gonna have just a, Tiff, a watching session for Tiff, her. Tiff's gonna come in here with, with her left leg raised up. Yeah. Sagging halfway <laughs> down. Yeah. <laughs> talking about what? Uh, you you might have to watch Boys in the Hood with us so we can kind of point uh-huh. out stuff. Uh huh. You know. Hey, look, 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 we can do it. We can do it right here. We got Netflix right here. Yeah. We got HBO. We got shows. We we got a whole bunch of stuff. We could we can make it work right. We yeah. We might have to come in and have a movie session. I don't like the fact that I watch stuff like stuff like this with people like around me, and then they have all these kind of like reactions, Mm -hmm. and I have no idea what's going on. So that's why I said that's why we can watch it more like it in educational form. Right. So we can pause and say, well, this is what this meant. Mm -hmm. So you can get it. I want you to get it. I, I so, want to get it. Yeah, I do. She's probably just watch it by herself. You should, should watch it by yourself. You think so? Yeah, the first time. Yeah, yeah. she can watch it by yeah. herself the first time and then you come back in. Because obviously she's gonna have questions. Yeah, she, she's not gonna understand everything. So you just need to happening. sit down with a notebook. Who's gonna enjoy like we want you to enjoy this film? Yeah. Uh-huh. And in your own way. But she didn't enjoy Friday, so you think she's gonna enjoy Boys in the Hood? Shh. Sorry, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all. So 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 next episode we're gonna. I'm start gonna off. watch Friday again, just to no, no, see no. like but if see, I. No, actually... Friday you gotta watch with us. Yeah. You, you don't watch that by yourself. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. that card has been took. Okay. You gotta watch that word. with us. Yeah. See, I cannot movie. have you recite like every single no, line. No, we're not gonna do that. But he's saying that when you person. watch it, he can kind of explain mm-hmm. what okay. you don't. Okay. Yeah. But you missed it. Like I was talking about how Friday movie. I just didn't get it, and then. Before we was like talking about, oh, you know, like when you're putting the uh, cereal in the bowl and then you don't have a milk. You just like eat the cereal, right? And I was like, what's wrong with that? (laughs) (laughs) No, she was like, me and my friends do that all the time. I I put it in the Ziploc bag and just eat it like a snack, like how kids would do. And then he was also pointing out the fact that, you know, one of the guys was like just eating the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but it was just peanut butter sandwich. I actually eat it like that. It's healthy protein but and just bread. <laughs> I just put bananas on top of it. See, and no, ma'am. Well, well, she don't, no, ma'am. Well, she don't. She don't understand the struggle. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. It's it's you got the cereal. It's struggle. We we got a little spit of milk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I sure, want yeah. peanut butter and jelly. But we too damn broke to see when you, when you have your no mouth jelly. fixed to eat certain things or to do certain mm-hmm. things and it ain't there. 
it drives you insane. Cool. You it ever had Kool Aid? You ever had no sugar? I don't oh, like Kool Aid. Okay. Oh my God. See it. Okay, they, they, they but y'all need to, to watch Friday with some Kool Aid. With some Kool Aid, <laughs> we go. We gonna have to. Yeah. No, but yeah. see, but even even that 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 first uh that 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 first scene, right? Like how it's set up. Like, Mama cooking a hellified breakfast. Yeah. You waking up to them eggs. You can smell you it. Like, Ooh, Mama, what you cooking? Oh, I'm cooking some eggs and bacon, baby. All right, cool. So now you you know you fixing up your hands like you about to tear it up, and then you don't have a plate. Right. Damn, ma. You you can you, you can hook up your your, your old. They son? started wrong. Just okay. They, they started wrong. Bet. So now we're gonna go to Plan B, and we ain't got no milk. So so do you understand how like your mouth is watering? <laughs> like you wake up to to bacon, and then you have to settle for cereal, and you can't even get the cereal See, with the not, milk. That's not that's not fun. Like you you're preparing yourself every time every time you try to take a take a turn, yep. it's blocked. Okay. Have that's you that's always that. had food? <laughs> <laughs> Have you always had food? <laughs> yeah, in, in the fridge, yeah. Okay. Always. Always. Okay, so since she went on, she, she wouldn't get it. I've yeah, had food in the fridge, but I still, you know, I, I yeah, think that's like a would. cultural thing, too, because you probably had a, I don't know, maybe you had a family member that didn't have exactly the same thing that you did. I don't know. I'm just guessing here. We're going to go ahead and watch <laughs> it. We're going to make sure that, that she watches it, and then yeah. we're going to watch it together. Yeah. So we'll, yep. we'll Don't hate y'all. That'll be another we show. We're gonna talk about this again. Yeah. We will. No, it, it's definitely gonna be on the next. I'm not letting this die down. Right. So Tiffany, That's I need you to do your homework. Easy. Yes. We sir. need you to do your homework. But um, look, we we appreciate everybody listening to Black Korea. We definitely appreciate Dr. Lovejoy for Thank you so much giving yes. us your time. Thank you for having me. Oh no problem. Anytime you want to come back. Trust me, I, yes. we'll kick Shelton off the show. We have. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he invited me here, so I can't co-sign exactly. with that. <laughs> no, I, can't, exactly. I can't co-sign with that, but I would love to come back. Y'all want to talk about um, us only children? That's yeah. Yes. Yeah, that, that that's, yeah. that's an episode. Mm-hmm. That's definitely an episode. That'd be fine. But um, definitely catch us anywhere podcasts are found. Catch us on YouTube, even though you get about a third about this one. But um, it is what it is. <laughs> um. Also, shout out again to Dead End Studios. Follow them on Dead End Studios ATL. All of your creative needs can be met here where dreams are created. Uh, It's your boy, FIFO. Um, I'm the captain for this episode, and we out. Peace. All right, peace. Peace.